Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to be talking undervalued players on what Wednesday's episode we went on talked about overvalued players so we thought we'd switch it up and see the guys we actually kind of like where they're going and as I was doing this list I think I got some I went a little deep on a couple not I mean one of them I think is really deep actually on my list so be interesting I have no idea again where you're gonna go Jeff I have no idea how you're gonna feel about some of my names on here but We'll go over all that, but first, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram Fantasy Football Profit. If you have any questions for us, you know we'll definitely try to read your questions on the air as we get going here throughout the preseason. So send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail All right, let's go five to one. Who's your number five most undervalued player going into two thousand nineteen? Number five. I'm actually going to go with, I never thought I would say this, but I went pretty deep on a lot of these guys, maybe a little too deep, but I feel like a Buffalo Bill has to be worthwhile. And right now I know there's a debate on which one you should go for, but I think it's Zay Jones is going so, 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 so late in all of these drafts. Uh, last year, he really did a nice job of breaking out. He had over a hundred targets. He's finally kind of putting it together. I know that you have Brown. You also have... Uh, you know, foster as well. But I think that him, just based on the fact they're going to have to throw the ball, they do have quite a bit uh, more confidence in Allen than they did last year. Defenses have to key on him running uh, the ball a bit more. Zay Jones seems like a little more of the safe option. I I, I see Foster as like the boom bust kind of guy. And I see, I don't really know what Browns are going to be in that offense quite yet. So I put Zay Jones here. Um, basically because he, he might go undrafted in a lot of these. And I think that he's definitely worth a flyer in late rounds. He's my number three. Oh, wow. We actually had, and it's because he's so low. He's what? 75th ranked going as the 78th in the draft right now. He's going behind like Ted Ginn, which why, you know, Muhammad Sanu. I mean, really? And this isn't, I don't for sure know what he's going to be, but he showed promise at the end of last year. And this is where I think he's almost, if this was another player who didn't have, Zay Jones had, his expectations got a little bit too high starting his rookie year, I feel like. But he was a guy that we kind of liked, looked at it, we looked at his uh, college numbers because they were so just ridiculous. If I remember right, he's catching like 140 balls or something insane. And so we kind of just liked the potential there. And then he didn't really do anything his rookie year. But you know what? Rookie receivers don't do things a lot. And he also got dropped in the crappiest yeah. position of all yeah. time. But from his rookie year as 22-year-old to his second year as a 23-year-old, he made a good jump. Went to 56 catches, 652 yards, seven touchdowns. So, I w- okay, this is one thing I look. I'm not going to say he's as good as this player. I'm not saying he's as good as Chris Godwin. Okay? But... They both played two seasons, and he's not... Chris Godwin catches as a better yards per catch. That's where Chris Godwin is better. He's a much better yards per catch. But Zay Jones, we knew that going in. Zay Jones was going to be a possession guy, catches a lot of balls. But the numbers aren't too crazy, the difference. So his rookie year, Zay Jones had 27 catches for 316. So 
Godwin had 34 for 525. More yards. Godwin's always going to have more yards, but touchdowns are similar. Two for Jones, one for Godwin. Last year, Jones went 56 for 652 and seven touchdowns. Godwin went 59 for 842 and seven touchdowns. So Godwin's always going to be a little bit more yardage. But this isn't that off for fantasy numbers. The yardage, yeah, that's over a course of a season. He's getting, what, 200, not even 200 more yards. So he's just getting, what, 20 more points over the course of an entire season, which is just over a point a game, basically. That's not, like, crazy that much. So why these two players have a 50, what, 58 position difference is crazy to me. 58 positions between the two of them. Jones isn't that far away. He's not Chris Godwin. I do think Chris Godwin's more talented. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Zay Jones equals Chris Godwin. But Zay Jones should be more like maybe 20 spots behind 20 behind Godwin, not 50. So, you know, that's he's just I think he's just so far down the list. And yeah, I I might pick I might use him pick him up as a flyer in some drafts in the late round. In the late round, as in the last round. I think that's where you can get him. So, yeah, he's my number three. You're number five. So I guess I should go with my number five. I don't think you're going to buy this one. It's a wide receiver. I'm doing it again, Jeff. Devontae Parker. You, Man, Why? Why do you even, like, you're going to say his name three times, he's going to pop up like Candyman. Why in the world? I knew you, you would, I, I knew you would not buy this one. He has disappointed us every season, but I will listen to the reasoning behind it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I just, I, I typed uh, Devontae Parker's name, I was just trying to get some, you know, his numbers were terrible last year, honestly. But... He was banged up. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was. So he didn't quite get there. But the funny thing is, I get one of the headlines is uh, the annual Devontae Parker shines in May, ready for breakout report is out now. (laughs) 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 That's that is true. But so Devontae Parker, I mean, he's going to be in his fifth year now. So, yes, it's 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 probably past him. Right. He did start to show some promise in year two and year three. But the injuries have, were there last year. It wasn't as good. But maybe with a new coaching staff, new quarterback, there's a fresh start for him. And this is all it is. It's not, He's being drafted as the 69th wide receiver right now on the list. That's it. It's just he's so far down the list where, you know what? You might just take one last flyer on him. And I think, I think this guy's talented. I really still think he is. It, I know I feel like I'm crazy talking about this, but I don't I don't think he should be going behind. Well, right now he's going one spot behind Josh Gordon. Or is Josh Gordon even going to play? We don't, that doesn't that doesn't <laughs> right, seem like right. it. But he's behind Randall Cobb, which Randall Cobb's done. Yeah, he, he's absolutely. He's done. behind Kenny Stills, which same teammate, same team. I just don't think Stills can do it. He's behind. Just I mean. Even Demarius Thomas, I think Demarius Thomas is done. I don't think I'm, we're going to see anything from Demarius Thomas on the Patriots. He's behind all these rookies. I guess people just don't buy Parker. I get it. I get it. I know why you don't. But you know what? In a deeper league, I might take one last chance. Because you know what? You absolutely are spending nothing to take that chance. So just maybe you're going to hear some good things about Parker here, I think. I feel like you will. I think you're going to get some, you know, 
You know, here's the oh, Devontae Parker kills it at practice with new QBs. <laughs> <laughs> every year, every year. Yep. So, guess don't go too crazy. Yes, I'm not. This isn't I me. Mean, just go out and get Devontae Parker. I'm not telling you that. Just, just keep an eye on Devontae Parker because maybe, just maybe, he can actually live up to that potential. That talent. Where where Maybe. is he going right now? He's 60, 69th wide receiver. Okay. I mean, he is very, very low. I mean, very, very low. Yeah. He's my God, he burned me so many times though. Me too. I still have my I think I still have my dynasty team, <laughs> right. so I just I need it to happen. <laughs> All right. So number four. You had in number five. Number four. I don't usually do this, but I'm actually putting a a, a rookie wide receiver on here. And Interesting. I I really do think that DK Metcalf. At wide receiver number 56, ESPN is number 67, so it's even lower. It's too intriguing to have that low. There And once again, rookie is raw coming in, but I really do believe that he fell into the best possible position, best possible, possible team that he could. And look, Baldwin is done. So that means Tyler Lockett is the number one now. And the only other two guys there that he has to overcome in order to be an absolute starter almost every single play is Jaron Brown, who's a 29-year-old wide receiver that never really put it together, and David Moore, who did flash some yeah. good things. But DK Metcalf gives them what they do not have. Lockett is a speed guy, but Metcalf is a physical freak that can go up and get the ball. I, I think that they can use him in the red zone. I think that they can just throw it to him short and see what he can do on the ground. I, and they're going to have to throw the ball. I know that they're run heavy at times, but they're going to have to throw the ball because that, that defense is a little bit rebuilding. And no one is better at extending a play than Russell Wilson. And when you have that guy running around and he say he is number three wide receiver or num- you know, number two, you don't have the, you're not going to be locking in on him like you are everyone else. And look what Tyler Lockett was able to do on that team last year. He he never could put it together. He's 5'10", 182 pounds. He does have speed. I liked Lockett for a long time, but he never really showed out until last year. And what was he? Uh, he finished the number 11th wide receiver. He caught 10 touchdowns. There's a lot of room for Metcalf, even if he doesn't do it immediately, to be very productive. I don't 100% know what to think about Metcalf yet. The potential is all there. No one does, but that's why. That's where I'm just like, I just, I guess, don't know. But yeah, that's again, it's if he's the 56th ranked wide receiver, there's no, he's going, he's one spot below Emmanuel Sanders. I just want nothing to do with Emmanuel Sanders. No. You can take Metcalf there all day, right? He's he's behind Devin Funchess. Gonna take Metcalf all day over Devin Funchess, right? I mean, I get it. I He's just what he's so, he's, an interesting player because I just don't know what to think. But if he is that number two there, I mean, how is that not a good position? And Tyler Lockett, I'm not all the way sold on Tyler Lockett yet. I'm intrigued. He had some decent numbers, but I'm not. I'm not all the way there on Tyler Lockett yet either. Not like 19th good like he is, which I even have him up there, I guess. But. I'm just not sold on it yet. Metcalf could definitely do something here. It, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I just don't know what to 100% think about him yet. So, yeah, it's, I, I like the I like the I like the pick because he is just so far down there. All right, go to my number four. And so here's, I mainly put this because I'm not really drafting him right now, and maybe I should, but it's more of a I don't think you can. How can you keep? How can we keep counting this guy out? Because 
every time we've counted him out, he just goes and shows us we're idiots and he still can play. It's Adrian Peterson because he is now the 49th running back off the board. Everyone is just assuming Darius Geis is just going to come in there, take the job. Peterson's an afterthought. I mean, so Geis is going right now as the 29th running back and Peterson's going 20 spots later. Not so sure. So you got Geis coming off uh, ACL and you got Peterson, who's one of the greatest running backs of all time, and who honestly has, he's slowed down, but he's still, he's still really good. He ran for over a thousand yards last year, just coming off the street in the preseason. I mean, he literally got signed during one of our drafts we had going. I remember because somebody drafted him during our draft. Like he was, it was like mid-August. I just think we're completely just throwing him away and just for just disregarding him completely. And maybe we shouldn't. It's Adrian Peterson. Look what he's done every look what he did when he went to Arizona. We thought he was done too. And he he he's at he just does he just plays well. He just is still a good running back, knows what to do. He 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 himself thinks he can run for two thousand yards this year, which is a little crazy. But I don't think we should just dis, disregard him so much like this. So yeah, 49th behind Daryl Henderson, Deontay Foreman, Edo Smith, Deion Lewis, Jalen Samuels, Austin Eckelar. They're all ahead of him right now. I I really like that pick. I I didn't even consider him. He's so far down. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to make of what Washington is going to do in the backfield. But I think, I mean, really, if you look at it, he's the only guy that was left standing. I mean, the, even the guy they, they drafted, that's where Love went, right? I mean, yeah. even him, he's coming off injury. Guys is coming off injury. AP has got to look like the, the starter right away. So, I mean, what if you do get four or five weeks of him dominating the touches? And, and you get him for nothing, right? He, he had 250 carries last year. Like he's a lot. I mean, it is. It's crazy. Well, he over 1,000 yards, 4.2 yards per carry. He's not, like, amazing, but there's plenty of guys who are down there. Plenty of good running backs yeah. who he's at the very least I think him and Geis are in a 50-50 split. I don't I don't think that's why I'm staying away from Geis a lot. Is I don't think Peterson's done. I just I don't think this guy's done. And I mean, why would I mean really think about it? The only year in Minnesota, his last full season in Minnesota, he had uh, 1485 for yardage that year. And then he came back the, the next year, he only played three games. So really who knows, you know, what's that anyway. And then he went to the Arizona new Orleans split, which so Washington, that was his first real season playing again, since his 1400 yard season. I don't think he's, he's really not that maybe he's not done. Maybe we just overlooked it and he's some kind of freak here. He is a freak. Well, he is, yeah. Everyone he, knows that he is absolutely a freak. So he's still, he's going to be 34 years old. Maybe he's not done. He might not be. And even more so, to your point, with the injuries that they have and them, you know, kind of rebuilding in a way. I mean, you have Haskins now. You Obviously, you have guys you have love in the backfield. Both of those guys have to be on the mend. Why wouldn't you, you know, let AP finish out his career on a high point and just give him a ton of work while you let your young guys get healthy and save them for the years to come? Yeah, there's no reason not to just ease Geis back into it after an ACL. There's no need at all to give him any kind of heavy workload. So just give it to Peterson. Yeah, I like that. I like that pick a lot. All right, so we'll go with your number three. My, my number three, you're going to laugh at this one. I, I don't know. Maybe I took some crazy pills. Maybe I just really, I, I want to, my hunch to be correct. 
and you actually mentioned him. For some reason, I think David Devin Funches. Ah, man, I don't know. Could be a very, very interesting player. Right now, he's wide receiver 51. ESPN, he's number 61. But look at this. And it's more about, I think he's, I think he is a good wide receiver. I don't think he's anything special. But where he is going, I mean, he's in Indianapolis right now. You're going from Cam Newton, who is a, a good football player, to Luck, who is a, very, a great quarterback. And, and let me pull up him real quick here. But, I mean, you look at his numbers, and he, he's done it before. So, 2017, he had a, a good year, right? He, he caught 63 balls, um, 840 yards for eight touchdowns. And this guy is 6'3". I mean, 6'4", I'm sorry. He, he could be that possession wide receiver that they could use opposite of T.Y. Hilton. And right now, because of how much he has played, he's not an old guy either. So, I mean, was he 20? He's 25. He's going to be 25 this year. He's kind of in his prime because he was raw coming in anyway, and he's a larger guy. They throw a ton, and there's a lot of touchdowns to go around. And really, the only person he has to beat out is Chester Rogers, who had a good year last year, but I don't really think is anything special as well. And on top of that, if you look at his catch percentage, which is, I, I know, kind of a bizarre stat to throw out there, but this is my point. You're playing with Cam Newton, who is a wonderful football player. But he is a tremendous athlete that runs a lot, and that's why you really want him at quarterback, because he can do a lot of different things. He, he topped out, uh, when he was at Carolina, he topped out his catch percentage at 56.8%. So the last two years, he hovered around 55, right? And you're kind of like, okay, you know, that, nothing special, but he was only targeted 79 times last year, 111 before that, and only caught 63 of them. You, you kind of... Put that against Chester Rogers, who caught 73% of his balls last year. And then you're like, okay, well, maybe Chester Rogers is just really good at getting open. <laughs> you jump to Andrew Luck, and his completion percentage is better than Newton's, you know, just guaranteed every single year pretty much. And he th- attempted 639 throws compared to Cam Newton who attempted 471. It's just a huge chasm between their numbers because of what kind of quarterback they truly are. If Devin Funches wins the number two spot, this guy will be a diamond in the rough, and you will have to pay nothing for him. You you probably don't quite buy into Paris Campbell yet. Then I do, actually. Well, you do, but not fully, but I don't think... It's he, a rookie. Again, rookie receivers, we've talked about this. Yeah, they, they're not always a, great. I don't think he's a number two, though. I think you use yeah, him yeah. in the slot. I think yeah. Funches is a possession guy that they really yep. don't have, and that's why I mentioned Rodgers. I think Chester Rodgers could be that guy for them, but I yep. don't think he is. Yeah, I man, something about Funches, I just... I know, I know. And I should be a... I'm a, I'm a Michigan fan. I should be a Funches guy. And believe me, I just said he's... But, I think he's fine. I think he's good. But in that position... Once again, there's they, there's a reason why I, they I, went out and got him, and I I get that. There's I think it's more of there's something. This isn't based in any kind of logic whatsoever. It's just he kind of I said this. He, he, he I'm bored by him. Yo, 100%. 100%. <laughs> believe me, I get that. And that's it. It's just it's it's an unscientific way to put it. But, but at wide receiver 51, you, I am taking the chance. I, I think yeah he, yeah he's that's definitely undervalued. I can see I can see that. And all right, I I, I get your point there. I'll, I'll I'll go with it a little bit. I just. I, just, I, I honestly, I don't see myself ever drafting him. I just don't. I'm gonna probably go Devonte Parker over him. 
I would see, I would I would take Funches. <laughs> but I'm crazy with that Devontae Parker <laughs> love. I don't know. So all right. Let's go to my number two because my number three was Zay Jones. So my number two is going to be Mark Ingram. Oh well, this is easy. Mine is Mark Ingram as well. Number two? Yeah. So yeah, he's what? 20, 23rd ranked, 22nd running back off the board. But if he's the this is I mean, we don't know hundred percent how this backfield's gonna shake out, like if it's gonna he's gonna split or anything. But if he's the guy like in a very, you know, at least 70% split towards Mark Ingram. How is he not going to be great? Because this is an offense. We've talked about this that made, it made, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Oh my God. Why Alex Collins? Yeah. <laughs> who who did get released by yeah. the way. Alex Collins was a thing for a little bit and everyone was buying into the beginning of the last year. Not me. Hey, right, right. Remember this? Yeah. Everyone. I, I, you knew that wasn't a, it wasn't actually a thing. That offense made him a thing when he wasn't actually that good. They made Gus Edwards a thing. They made Gus year. Edwards a thing. Who who is a uh, Buck Allen has shown Buck, signs. Well, like, no, who who is a uh, Kenneth Dixon is everyone loves. Like, who else it was is there? Probably like three years ago when he was a top ten back. And uh, oh my gosh, who was on? Who was a running back? He had one great year with them. Why am I completely just? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. It's gonna bother me. But they 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 do this a lot. I mean, they always are a very tough-nosed running team. And God, Terrence West. Terrence West oh was my a thing. God, yeah. No, there was another one. That was even <laughs> That's better, even, like, I they, mean, they make you go down all the these guys something. Yeah. And Mark Ingram is by far the best running back they've had since, you know, Ray Rice, who, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you do have Kenneth Dixon and Gus Edwards, and they will get carries. They will take some away, but... Uh, He's by far the best running back they have, and I think Justin Forsett. Forsett, thank you. They make everybody a thing. Everyone. <laughs> so that's why he's he's number two for me. They've made all the think about it. every year. There's been a new guy. It's been Forsett. <laughs> it's been freaking. I can't remember who else I just said. No, that's <laughs> no, that because they don't matter. Terrence West, yeah, Forsett, Forsett West, Edwards, Collins, Edwards, Collins, all these terrible yeah. running backs who have become a thing. And there's and they actually have a talented one now. Yeah, man. I don't see how Mark Ingram's not good. And, and, and a running back who can pretty much run well, an option. <laughs> it's you, with a running quarterback, a guy who can run, makes run. it just always works. Like Robert Griffin and Alfred Morris. It right. made Alfred Morris a thing. It was all because of Robert Griffin. It just does. And I, I mean, he's 23rd. That's a, that's a steal. Oh, I'm just, I'm getting in him on so many of my teams, and I yeah. absolutely love it. It's a and, steal. And heaven forbid, this is assuming Lamar Jackson – doesn't throw well. Yeah. What if he actually gets yeah. it together a, a little bit as he tries to take a, yeah. a sip of pop with a cap on? Yeah. Hey, hey, this is not on video. No one's supposed to know that. <laughs> but yeah, why would you be picking Mark? Why would you be picking Josh Jacobs ahead of Martin or Mark Ingram right now? Why? Why would you do that? I mean, God, no. I think Mark Ingram is going to be a steal. I really do. That's going to be a good pick for somebody. So, yeah, number two for both of us. I like that. All right, let's go with your number one then. My number one, I'm I'm sticking with with my guns on this one. Still, I'm going James Washington. And you're not buying the Moncrief talk. No, you think it's just no. I'm not buying Moncrief. Some people are. Every year, every year. Okay, no, I'm not. You were once one of those guys. I was. Yeah, learned, two years what, ago. How many years? Yeah, that was a long. I mean, where, where was he before that? And Moncrief, I thought when he was on the Colts, coming back from injury. We have it recorded on podcast. Yeah. Jeff. I when, can I can find the episode. Yeah, when he was on the Colts and he was coming back from injury, and then I think luck got hurt and it all fell apart. But I, I don't buy into it. I don't think there's a whole lot left in the tank for Moncrief. Uh, James Washington, I think, is prime for that. And I know a lot of people. I mean, even Roethlisberger has taken a huge hit in the rankings. 
I mean, uh, you know, we're kind of skeptical of where, you know, Connor's going to go. I feel like because Antonio Brown and all of, you know, these dark clouds that are kind of over Pittsburgh at the moment, people are just kind of like shying away. And people have never really been on board with James Washington. But, but if he's number two, he's going to be great at number 48 wide receiver. The Moncrief talk has actually helped. Because I expected Washington to, to jump up the boards. And Moncrief has helped keep that down. Yeah. Where's actually where's Moncrief? Do you know? Um, let's see here. So Washington's what 40, 48. 48 and Moncrief's below him, but it's just let's see, Moncrief is uh fifty eight, so he's inching closer. Yeah, and that's wonderful. My my biggest fear is that Washington is gonna have one big catch during the preseason, and then everyone's gonna jump jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. I I like that he's yeah he's that's a get him now right. Yeah. That's good value. So before we get to my number one, this is like they do on those countdown shows. They go back a couple of years and talk about the, I just, Moncrief made me want to go back and listen or look at our episodes from two years ago. We mm-hmm. did those like player versus player comparisons. Moncrief was his own episode. That's how much you liked him. Oh my God. So it was, but this is terrible. This is just shows how much fantasy changes so quickly. Our episode was Dante Moncrief. You were going for him. It was Dante Moncrief versus Michael Crabtree. Oh, when we were doing the yeah, the, yeah, the, the oh, little mini oh, yeah, episodes right, right, we would right. do. So they, they were so they were ranked very close yeah, to one another. Yeah, we flip flopped. That seems like a terrible episode. Don't listen to that. <laughs> now it does. Yeah. And then the other one was Doug Baldwin versus DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> that was well, even a no, debate. Well, the crazy part is a few years ago it really was. <laughs> like I, I don't mean, know Baldwin who was a top ten guy. I don't even I don't even know who was on which side there. It's just that's terrible. Oh God! I'm only saying that because you were a Baldwin. <laughs> I might have been, but I don't even know. This is making me look bad because, oh God, I can't. I, I shouldn't even say it because this is going to be really brutal. Would you have these in notes or? What? No, I'm oh, looking at our past at, episodes. Oh, so we did this. We did this debate. <laughs> oh God! No one's going to listen to my advice anymore. Well, it's one verse one. It wasn't like. No, this is this is bad, Jeff. This is bad because I know wondering. I know what side I was on. So <laughs> this is really really bad like i i think we're gonna lose listeners <laughs> what, what is it i can't even you were debating on the side of christian mccaffrey the rookie christian mccaffrey at the time All right right i can't even like say this straight was it another rookie no his name was eddie lacy <laughs> Oh my gosh, fat Eddie Lacy. We actually had Eddie Lacy versus Christian. Well, well, you should be very, very. Oh. Dude, Green Bay always seems like you're going to get like every offensive. Player no, this was him with game. Seattle, I think, right? Oh my god, yeah. even worse. I I'm bought sorry. into it. Oof. <laughs> Oof, woof. Oh. But we did do a Russell Wilson versus Jameis Winston debate, and I picked Russell Wilson. He was number one quarterback that year. So yeah, boom. There we go. <laughs> Dude, that is that is really funny to look back. Oh, man. Talking about Green Bay running backs, Aaron Jones, my number one. So <laughs> he's down to like, what, 17? <laughs> I had to get away from Eddie Lacy. My God. <laughs> well, at least we had we were talking about McCaffrey earlier. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. So Aaron Jones is ranked 17th right now. I Early in the early ranks, I was putting him like top 10. And I kind of backed off slightly from that. But you know what? I'm back on I'm back on the bandwagon. He's, he needs to move up. He's he's better than he's right now. He's below Derrick Henry. I like him better. I feel more comfortable. I like Leonard Fournette, but I actually feel much more comfortable with Aaron Jones over I Leonard Fournette. Agree. I still even probably feel more comfortable with Aaron Jones over Damian Williams. As much as I like Damian Williams, Damian Williams has a very small sample size of really 
I like yeah, I'd like Damian Williams. Yeah. But Aaron Jones is, I think, better. Aaron Jones, I think, is better than Marlon Mack. I, I think he should be ahead of the, all those guys. And I even think I feel more comfortable with him than Dalvin Cook even right now, maybe. Dalvin Cook, as much as I like the talent, I think there's a reason why the Vikings picked a third-round running back, you know, possibly slightly. They, they needed insurance for in case he could go down. Just like just like uh, the Rams picked Henderson in case Gurley went down. They're both they're all concerned. Right. I don't I think Aaron Jones is going to have a really good season. And he doesn't have to me as many concerns. I don't buy Jamal Williams at all. Jamal Williams to me is a nothing. Aaron Jones is so clearly better than Jamal Williams, and we've seen it. Everyone's seen it. A lot of these other backs have at least have some reason why that you have to worry, like Fournette with the injuries, Williams because he's just not done it for a long period of time. Plus, yeah, Carlos Hyde could take away something. Marlon Mack, again, I think he's a little bit safer, but not 100% sold. Cook with the injuries, that kind of stuff. Chubb could have uh, Kareem Hunt taken away from him at the end, but I love Jones. I think he should be higher than this. So he's that's why he's my number one. I mean, I would love to start debate and refute, but I, I totally get your point. I le- and I think he is safer than a lot of those guys you talked about who – could go ahead of him, right? Marlon, uh, Mac. I feel like him and Mac are very, very They're similar. similar. Yeah, I really like Damian Williams, but you're absolutely right. And with Hyde behind him, you know, you worry a little bit. But I really like Damian Williams is going to be one. Yeah, of them. yeah. I could. I almost put Damian Williams on here because he, I, for me, if he, if someone put him at number ten, like especially after they're like he's the starter, I if have no problem with that. If he's the first sure starter, hundred percent, right. no debate. Yeah, you're we just, might be undervalued. Right, yeah. Exactly. You're just yeah. kind of holding your breath. Yeah. But I really do think you're, especially with those people that had injuries, I, I have no issue with people taking Aaron Jones because of what he did last year and, and how good he looked. And that offense desperately needs a uh, a running back that can take pressure off of Aaron Rodgers. And last year, he had a 5.5 yards per average. I mean, with with eight touchdowns, and he only had 130, 30, 133 rushes. I mean, those numbers definitely tell a story that is very different than Jamal Williams and very different than a lot of the other running backs that are going ahead of him. Yep. Oh, just yeah. don't hold that Lacey against me. Dude, these last two, undervalued and overvalued, <clears throat> I feel like they're going to change <laughs> drastically oh, yeah. when we get closer. These these were very, very interesting. Yep. They it And, and ADP is only going to change here as we get yeah. more and more people in drafts. And we went really deep. I mean, I have so many people that I feel like we could have talked about that. It should have been yep. like two or three spots higher, definitely. But I, I really like just the going so far out in left field with a lot of these because there is quite a few guys that could be just huge, huge add-ons to your team. There really is. I mean... And the funny thing, even at running back, like I can see even the way down the list, like I can see so many players that as of right now, the, the value is not there, but they could become like a season change, like, like like a Damian Harris. Like if Sony Michelle goes down, Damian Harris, why is Damian Harris not like a, a guy who's going to get a bunch of carries and be great? He probably can be. There's so many guys like that down there. Like Carlos Hyde. If, if Damian Williams goes down, Carlos Hyde in that offense is going to be great. And he's going right now 47th. Like even that could be actually undervalued just because of where he could possibly what he could I be. Mean, it but, could be. I have but, a hard time with the. But that's what say, even now they're maybe not, but there's so many potential. You, that's why you can see how the waiver wire is going to be so. You know, it, it's so vital to everything because like Jalen Samuels down there at 58. You know, if if Connor goes down, there's so many good players down there. 
that these guys could really become something. So, but all right, I think I'll do it for overvalued players, undervalued or undervalued, <laughs> whatever we we're talking about. I'm just I'm thrown off by Eddie Lacy, man. <laughs> it threw why, me off. That's why we shouldn't be looking at preseason debates okay. that we're at. And please don't hold it against me, everybody. No, he was ranked. I mean, he was but ranked very high. I did say I can pull up the clip. I did say if he doesn't, probably in that episode, if it doesn't work out this season, he's done. He's out of the NFL completely, and he is. So I was right. I was right, actually. I'll say I was right. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this week. Talk to you guys next week.